Welcome to the RunFit365.com podcast, episode 12. Booyah! Welcome back to the RunFit365.com podcast. I'm your host, Travis Lozier. And as always, with us on the show today is Coach Dan Cusin, who I might add is um, coming down with some kind of uh, mysterious illness. Why don't you start by telling us what's up? <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm coming down. I think I'm quite down with it, something in the lungs. So I apologize in advance if I cough or sneeze into the microphone. Yeah, no worries. Um, and I apologize if I was like an expert podcaster, I'd probably be able to edit um, you know, all that stuff out and make you sound like Ryan Seacrest or something cool, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. So, um, we'll do our best, Dan. And if you need a break, just let me know. Um, we've got a super exciting episode lined up here for episode 12. Um, Dan and I are going to make, um, what we think is probably the biggest announcement, um, in RunFit 365 history. Um, today on our podcast, so we're extremely excited about that. And then the second half of the podcast, we know that January 1st is coming up uh, within days, and we're going to talk about how to um, set realistic goals and maintain those goals throughout 2015. So how do you set and maintain your New Year's resolutions? If we can figure that out, Dan, we'll be like, um, you know, millionaires or something because i know everyone on earth struggles with that um present company included yep me as well me as well uh, well well let's just jump right into this dan and i know we don't have anything scripted for this announcement but um i'm going to put you on the spot a little bit and talk about some of the cool stuff that's happening with run run fit 365 as we um roll into 2015 yeah so um I think we, we've had a lot of discussion internally about what Run Fit 365 is all about. Uh, we've always had the same sort of mission, and that's to improve every runner that crosses our path, and we've done that for a lot of athletes. Um, so I think we would like to make that on a grander scale. I'd like to help all kinds of athletes, every athlete. Um, and so I think that the best way to do that is to make it available to every athlete. So I think, unless you want to say it another way, Travis, um, our decision to be able to give everybody what they need to accomplish their goals is to make it available at no cost and make all of our plans free. And that, that might sound kind of surprising at first, but that's kind of where we landed. I mean, we're very passionate about helping people get to where they need to be. And that's kind of what we decided. We're going to put it all out there and give them away. Yeah, you jumped right to that punchline. I, I think there's nothing cooler about um, RunFit365 getting to this point where everything that you know we've designed up to date, um, we're going to give away for free. And we've had hundreds of people use our plans over the last couple of years. And... Um, the feedback on these plans have always been overwhelmingly positive. So, um, you know, we believe in the quality of the content and we know it works for people. 
And um, I, I think we're super excited to just give these things away to help more people um, achieve their goals. And Dan, I remember, you know, two years ago when we first started meeting about RunFit 365, we didn't even, you know, think it was RunFit 365 at the time. We were just um, brainstorming on ways that we can give back to the running community and um, discuss ways that we can help people live healthier lifestyles. And RunFit 365 was just an idea that wouldn't go away for us. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that, that kept kind of gaining momentum and just kind of growing over time. And, you know, here we are over two years um, into this and, and the energy and passion behind it is more intense now than ever. Um, and I think that this is going to be, you know, another one of those major milestones where we look back and say, wow, we really helped, um, you know, a lot of people achieve their goals by just um, giving these things away. So um, I couldn't be more excited about this. And I know um, along with this kind of exciting launch, we've been um, doing some stuff with the website. So what's going on with the website over here? Well, it feels like we, we bought a brand new car. <laughs> so it kind of feels like it's uh, we, we've been looking at the old website and it has served us well. Um, but I think we both felt like we needed a, a fresher look and feel a little bit, um, something more uh, fitting for what we do. And so, as you know, we've been working very hard on trying to get something out there. Uh, launched it today, brand new site. And uh, it's looking really good. It's so far working like we expected to. So um, very exciting, very, very new look and feel. Very excited to, to hear what people have to say about it. Yeah, when you first started there, I, yeah, I couldn't tell if you were just choking up or getting emotional. Um, so, I, don't, I don't know. You can blame it on the cold if you want. Um, but but one of the things on the, on the site that um, – I'm excited about is this challenge um, that we're launching in 2015. We're calling it the Personal Record Challenge. And from a really high level, um, you know, we want to help as many people achieve their goals as possible. And we want them to enroll in this PR challenge. And, you know, we've set this ambitious goal of having um, 1 million people. Uh, come to our site, download, and use our plan. You know, downloading the plans are pretty easy now. Um, they're free. The checkout process is pretty simple. It's the training piece that always gets people. So um, download, use the plan, train, and then set something, you know, set a personal record in 2015. And, you know, by a personal record, that could be, you know, run your first half marathon, run your first marathon, walk your first marathon, Become a runner. Um, yeah, become a runner. Run your first 5K. Um, again, the whole idea behind this is just to help um, kind of cultivate that healthy lifestyle. So, you know, you really determine what your personal record is and, you know, you set forth and conquer. Um, so, Dan, I know this challenge was, um, you know, part of our kind of brainstorming. What, what else would you add to the, to the PR challenge here? Yeah, so I, I think it's, it goes right in hand with making them free. It, we make the tool available and, um, and we help as much as we can keep, keep everybody who would like to be part of this 
motivated, give them uh, the, the content as we created on the website, put it right in front of them, get it right in their email inbox so they don't have to go remember to look for it. Um, whatever we can do to keep you motivated is what we're going to try and do. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a big turnout on this. This is going to be really cool. Yeah, there's probably only a couple things um, that I'm worse at besides, you know, podcasting is one of those and probably so <laughs> social media is right up there. But, you know, when we were brainstorming the idea of PR Challenge, um, we kept talking about how cool would it be, you know, to challenge your friends and challenge, you know, your family members to join you in this and really do something um special with your friends and family. So we're also hoping that um, through some of our social media cha you know, channels, I don't think we've ever mentioned um, our social media on a podcast before, but we, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we've got a new Instagram account that we're still figuring out, but there's a lot of new um, social media channels that we're hoping can really cultivate um, and create some kind of competitive environment for people as they, you know, sign up and enroll for this PR challenge. So um, once you enroll, help us spread the word. Uh, again, the, the nice part about these plans being free is, um, you know, it's up to you to, to download and train and, and use these plans. So um, we're really excited about this challenge. Absolutely. Um, so another thing, I'm just kind of flipping through the new site as we're talking, um, Dan, and I know that on our PR challenge page, we've got this bonus feature that talks about Training Peaks and Spun Outly, two of our uh, main partners. And Training Peaks has always been um, a good partner, and Spun Outly most recently joined. Do you want to add anything about Training Peaks or Spun Outly? Yeah, so. Um you know, Training Peaks is a, is a sort of gold standard when it comes to uh, data collection, analyzation, training plans um, from various coaches. They've just recently launched their new platform, and it's pretty slick. Um, it's a great place to, to upload your, your data after you've trained, um, analyze your data, work with coaches one-on-one, -on -one, et cetera. Um, so that's always a, a great place. We have a lot of um, – we have all of our plans in Training Peaks, and we've had lots of people – use them there. Spunoutly is a much different platform and I'm really excited about these, these, uh, what these guys are doing. Um, it's a little bit different than training peaks in that it doesn't focus on the, the data analyzation. And for a lot of people, um, I think a lot of athletes are looking for the convenience of an electronic calendar, um, but not necessarily the data analytics. And so that's kind of what their niche is. They provide a platform to where you can take one of our plans and other coaches' plans as well and um, put it in a format to where you can upload, upload, sorry, upload it to your personal calendar, so your, your Gmail calendar, your iCalendar, Outlook calendar, that sort of a thing, so that it makes it um, convenient for you to see it electronically. It also allows you to set reminders and see at a glance electronically. So um, a little bit different than Training Peaks and probably um, just what a lot of people are looking for, for that convenience factor. Um, I don't know where they are. They're, they're still a new company. Um, I know they're building a lot of the plans. I, I anticipate that uh, by the time this is heard by everybody that 
most of the plans, if not all of them, are done. But if they're not out there, be patient with them. They're still working on it. Uh, but it's a really cool, slick platform to get that uh, to get your training plans in, on your calendar. Yeah, we're we're really thankful to have both Training Peaks and Spun Atlas partners, and um, I, I think you listeners will find value in that too if you if you embrace kind of the concepts Dan talked about um, around Training Peaks or Spun Spun Atlas. So. Uh, stay tuned. Those will always be options for you um, moving forward. So um, that was really the big news, and I—I I don't know. Um, you know, that took us 12 minutes to make the <laughs> make the announcement, but I know that this is something that's been on our radar. Really, when you think about it, since we started it, uh, mm-hmm. Run Fit 365 was um, how do we help the most people that we possibly can. And I think that, um, you know, giving these things away for free is the best approach for that. So, um, Dan, is there anything else to add? I don't think so. I'm, I'm just extremely excited about this. I know you can't tell cause my, my voice is barely there, but, um, we've been looking forward to this for so long. It, it felt really good to pull the trigger on the new site today. And I'm really looking forward to, literally a million downloads this year. Um, and, and I would love to hear a million or more stories about how the plan helped them accomplish their goals. So can't wait. Yeah, that, that's a, hearing those stories is going to be so powerful and we'll, we'll find a way, um, to capture and reflect some of those on the website as they start coming through. But, um, you know, once we get to 1 million downloads, uh, I think that's going to be an incredible milestone for us, um, and I really believe 2015 is the year that we'll we'll realize that. So, again, thanks for um, listening and being a RunFit 365 um, kind of user. So, shifting gears, Dan, a little bit. Um, you know, 2015 is going to be here in a matter of days. And I know spending time with relatives over the holidays, they're already talking about, man, I've got to, you know, I'm going to keep eating these holiday goodies for a few more days, and then I'm going to start watching what I eat. Um, Alyssa and I were talking with friends about they're going to sign up for their gym membership um, effective January 1st, and it's almost like Groundhog Day. It, it happens, <laughs> you know, every year around this time where people get really motivated um, to try something new, live a healthy lifestyle. And then, you know, two to three weeks into January 2015, people will, you know, stop showing up up at the gym. You won't see as many people on the trails. So why don't you just kind of start the dialogue around New Year's resolutions and, you know, Mm -hmm. how best can we keep these things? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think we all go through this process of, trying to get all the fun stuff in before we have the non-fun stuff. And I think that's probably the number one reason why people fail at it is um, they look at the challenge as sort of a negative thing. They're with the positive outcome, but they look at it as sort of a negative thing. So um, the first thing I would say, and I am just as guilty as everybody else, is don't wait till Monday. Don't wait till the first of the year. Don't wait till X amount or whatever time frame you're talking about. Just start it now. But again, that's easier said than done. So what I tried to do in preparation for this podcast was think about um, first some tips around um, what kind of 
resolution would be good to create um, some ideas for that. And Travis, I'd like your feedback on some ideas for, for what those might be. Um, and then some tips around how to accomplish. So uh, just, just kind of starting with that, um, the first thing I want to say is make sure it's realistic. Um, if, if for example, you're, you want to run a marathon next year, that's definitely realistic, but don't make it, you know, I want to run a marathon by February 1st. I mean, that's just not realistic. So make sure it's something that you can accomplish. And so you're not setting yourself back enough for failure. Um, and then allow yourself time to accomplish that. So same example I just gave you, you got to make sure that it's, um, set up for success and then uh, focus on what the process is to accomplish it, not necessarily the result, make the result, what you really want out of it, um, sort of the byproduct of it. An example of that is something uh, from a nutritional perspective. So thinking of one resolution that everybody, I mean, I can't think of anybody that doesn't think about a, a New Year's resolution of losing weight. I would, I would suggest instead of saying, I want to lose 30 pounds in 2015, that you start by saying, I'm going to eat more fruits and vegetables, or I'm going to uh, cut down on my sugar intake, or I'm going to uh, make sure that I get six small meals a day. Think about those things that will help you accomplish the goal versus the actual result of it and make the result um, a byproduct of doing the right things, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Dan, that's such great advice um, when you talk about results-based because one of the things that Alyssa and I are planning uh, for 2015 is the Boston Marathon. And if you're a runner, it's just human nature to say that, you know, I want to run um, the Boston Marathon sub three hours. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that could happen race day that may either get in the way of that or, um, you know, possibly hinder that type of performance. But if you can kind of back into, like you were talking about, from a process perspective, like what are the things that I should be doing tomorrow that will help me once I start towing the line for that marathon that will set me up to run the three-hour marathon? So it's, um, it's little things like I'm going to run uh, six days a week or mm -hmm. I'm going to run four 20-mile runs before the Boston Marathon. Mm -hmm. So it's just trying to break that result-based kind of goal down to things that you can do on a weekly and daily basis. So I think that is just perfect advice. Yep. Um, it, it goes in hand with uh, you know some of the other resolutions I was thinking of. Or it could be Boston Marathon, but it also, also could be starting to be a runner. Yep. It could be... Um, your uh, first race of a specific distance. Um, some of the things we talked about earlier on, whatever a PR could be for you, those are all, all great resolutions you can create your, for yourself in 2015. And certainly all of them are accomplishable if you can um, make sure they're realistic, give yourself enough time and focus on the process. Any other ideas of what some resolutions would be from your perspective? Um. You know, that, that's the one that just came to mind. Um, and then I also think about nutrition, too. And this is always my kind of Achilles heel when training. Um, and one thing that, again, Alyssa and I have talked about is um, this is more of a personal one. But, you know, we drink soda still. And 
we're talking about how do we cut out soda from our diet. And, you know, again, we're, we're not doing that from a weight loss perspective. We just think that, you know, if we can get the, you know, get the soda out of the system, one of the byproducts of that might be some weight loss and we can get down to racing weight uh, before the Boston Marathon. But that's not, you know, that's not the goal. The goal is to eliminate soda from the diet. Um, so again, it's just that kind of the balance between kind of, you know, those process things, things that you can do daily, weekly versus, you know, your outcome or result that you're trying to move. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about how we can accomplish these things. I jotted down a few things. Some of these are reoccurring themes to what we've already spoken about in other uh, podcasts, like the mental side of running. Um, but one thing I'm not sure we've talked about much is listing out the pros and cons. And this has a lot to do with sort of creating your own motivation. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example, but just simply listing out the near and long-term um, things. So what, what would happen if near-term, if I do nothing, if I, if I don't try to accomplish this goal, and what happens long-term? Um, so let's take losing 20 pounds. What's the, the short-term um, uh, problem with not losing 20 pounds? Well, I might put myself at risk for diabetes. I might, um, you know, I have an image issue. Might, you know, there, there's all kinds of reasons or things that might occur if if I don't lose 20 pounds. And then, in contrast to that, what are the short and long-term things that would be um, what, that I would accomplish if I did do that? So, if I did lose 20 pounds. Um, and some of those might just be the opposite. So I would have a better image. I would uh, maybe run. I'd improve my my speed in a, a certain race. I might, you know, be a few minutes faster on a 5K. Um, what are those things that would be an improvement? So list out the pros and cons. And pretty much on both sides of that list would probably be good motivation for you to um, at least be a little bit more engaged in, in obtaining that resolution or goal. Very good. Um, and then use technology. So there's all kinds of technology out there. Uh, there's applications, you know, um, oh shoot, what are some of them? On uh, iPhone and, and Android, you've got... Um, My FitnessPal's one, right? Yeah, that's a big, that's a biggie. Um, mm. You've got FatSecret.com. There's lots of them that help you track not only your food intake, but your activity levels. And nowadays, uh, wearables, or as they're called wearables, or um, you know, Garmin devices, Garmin Fit, or I'm sorry, uh, Fitbit, and all those things all sort of integrate together now. So now's a better time than any time to be able to accomplish your goals because of technology and uh, enabling you to be able to kind of see where you're at at any given time kind of makes it a no-brainer, actually. Um, so you can track your progress that way by using, utilizing that technology and, and making your, your resolution or your goal um, kind of go hand in hand with what that technology can provide. Yeah, and, and this is maybe a low-tech way, but when you think about what technology helps you do, it's, it goes back to that kind of fundamental principle that you manage what you measure and, you know, if you get in the habit of tracking your mileage, for example, and you find that, you know, you're only running 20 miles a week, um, you're going to have a hard time finishing a marathon. Or if you track your calories and um, you're consuming more calories than you're burning through exercise, 
um, you're going to have um, kind of an opportunity in regards to you know your training and racing weight. So mm-hmm. it, it all kind of points to that kind of fundamental principle that whatever you measure, you have a better chance of managing and improving. And there's tons of technology tools out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's um, the old-fashioned pen and paper, too, if you just want to start keeping a running journal. And, um, you know, those things are still very powerful tools to use. Absolutely. Um, number three on my list is have a plan. And this is no no better time to have a resolution around running than, in my opinion, right now because our plans are free. I, I honestly think they're the best thing out there. They give you a lot more than a running plan, and um, it's something you can download right now for no cost. And so um, having a structured plan, I saw um, – I don't know where this data comes from, but if you go to the, the Training Peak site and their plans, it tells you, and I believe this wholeheartedly, I just don't have the data to back it up, um, that if you have a training plan, you're twice as likely to accomplish your goal. And I think that's absolutely uh, true, that just having something to follow is um, a good start in, in obtaining that. And I would say uh, mix that with um, you know, making sure that you do it in a safe way in a balanced way is really important, but it's important if you're going to try and accomplish a goal that you have a plan to do it. Yeah, perfect timing, right? With the with the Absolutely. PR challenge and the plan, so that's that's great advice. Yep, um, the the moons are aligning. Yeah, and I agree. It's just without a plan, um, you know, if you're training for a half marathon or a marathon, you know how at times it can be arbitrary when you just step out the door. You know, what am I going to do today? Am I going to do the same five-mile loop that I do every day? But with, you know, with some type of plan, at least it gives you a structure um, and a system to follow to make sure that you're um, using your time wisely and making sure you're getting the most out of every run and every workout. So Mm -hmm. um, very good stuff. Um, We've talked about this one before, tell others publicly. So a good way to keep yourself motivated and honest is to go on your social networking uh, channels. Um, Even just, you know, if you're at work and you're talking to coworkers, telling them publicly what you're going to accomplish. So that that marathon example, you're going to run a marathon this year. Well, if you tell people, they're going to expect you to do it. So um, use that to your advantage and then it helps you stick to it. I'll tell you that is – at least personally for me, that's like one of the most powerful ones because you just don't, once you send that out, (laughs) you tell your friends or you tell your family members, you're automatically um, committed to that. And it's simple to do do now with Facebook and, you know, Twitter. Um, It's just one simple status update that, look, I enrolled to run um, the mini marathon or I enrolled to run the marathon. So it all, it gives you just this automatic kind of commitment and accountability that says, yep, I'm, I'm all in. There's no turning back now. Well, yeah, and, and not only just the, the beginning and end of that, but along the way, I can't tell you how many friends on Facebook I have that post from other applications, again, using this technology, where they post to their account that they ran five miles, and it's all based on their device, you know, uploading the information. So, you know, if you can say, this is what I'm doing, and this is what I'm doing it, and along the way, start posting your workouts that you ran five miles today. 
um, people will notice if you stop posting those things. They'll right. say, how come you didn't ran, run in the last three days? And they might keep you honest. So absolutely, um, it's a good way to do it for sure. Um, and then another one is to sign up for something. So, um, you know, the way I started running, and it's not, I've told it before, it's not a pretty story, is I just signed up for a marathon that was far away. And I had to book the trip and pay for the trip and all that stuff. So if you simply sign up for something that's um, going to give you a better chance of, of working towards it, likely you're not going to pay for an airline ticket and then just swallow that cost. So um, sign up for something that um, gives you motivation to stick to it. Uh, same thing with a, with a weight loss thing. I mean, I'm not a, I wouldn't recommend any specific kind of weight loss, but a lot of people sign up for a Weight Watchers or a, all those different various um, dietary places that help them stay um, sort of honest with themselves. So just sign up for something that is appropriate for your goal or resolution. Yeah, I've got numerous um, amounts of friends that will just say that. Um, you know, they've been in a slump until they can find something to get on their race calendars. They remain in that slump. And, um, you know, now it's so easy to jump online and find your favorite race and sign up, um, online. It, it takes minutes to do that. And it can be really the difference between, um, getting out of a rut or staying in, you know, in a rut. And, um, it, it's so easy to sign up for these races now. Mm-hmm. And, and on the other side of that too, some of these races aren't um, extremely cheap. You know, typically mm-hmm. when you sign up for a marathon, you're committing at, at times when you look at travel, you know, hundreds of dollars. Um, so it's a significant kind of financial commitment you're making too. So that's another factor that I think weighs into staying on task when it comes to um, you know hitting your race targets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so we got three more left. Let's uh, let's get through these guys. So, um, allow for setbacks, and I think have a plan for when you um, have a setback. So, for example, if you're going through and, and you're losing weight, and you've got a a bad weekend, let's say, um, you have two days of of just eating poorly or whatever. Um, you, I think the best thing you can do is is set yourself up a plan for you know it's when it happens, not if it happens. When it happens, you do X, Y, and Z. So when I eat two days in a row not not well, this is what I'm going to do. The next day I'm going to you know, plan my meals and I'm going to do a check step and I'm going to read this. Um, I'm going to read my uh, – you know, put yourself together, something that you can read that gets you back and motivated. Don't allow those setbacks to be permanent setbacks. It's probably one of the – the biggest problems we have with a resolution is we're going strong for a while. We've got a bad few days and then it's so easy to stay off the wagon that we just stay. So make yourself a plan for whenever those setbacks occur. Um, next one is set milestones with rewards. And that's, um, again, weight loss is a perfect example of that. If you want to lose, um, 20 pounds, and you're doing over three or four months, um, th- that's a really long time to wait for a milestone. Or you know, you don't want to just wait until you've accomplished 20 pounds. Maybe set it for um, five pounds the next two to three weeks. And when you 
get that, reward yourself and not necessarily go have a, a chocolate sundae or something because that kind of defeats the purpose. But don't forget about that sort of reward. But maybe go buy yourself a pair of shoes or, um, you know, go swim in the pool or, you know, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, try to make sure that you get that reward in there. Yeah, one of Alyssa's favorite kind of incentives is if she runs four days um, a week, she'll go get Starbucks on a Friday. So it's you know you a go. simple thing like that. Um, but, it you know, it works. And it's really rewarding when you're in that checkout line too. Um, mm-hmm. And it be and it beats um, you know a new purse or a brand new pair of shoes for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that just, I, just, just saying, right? Yeah, I don't I I don't buy shoes very often. Maybe running shoes, but yeah. um, and and you know going back to telling others publicly, tell the the people at Starbucks that when they see you there on Friday, that you've met a goal that you've run four days in a row, so that they can welcome that. And right. they know when you didn't show up last Friday, they're going to give you a really hard time this Friday. That's right. <laughs> uh, and the last thing on my list was um, once you've obtained your goal, have a plan in place to maintain that goal. Because the the few people – I mean we, we all set resolutions and uh, many of us do well for a week, if that, two weeks, and then we, we quit trying to do it. There's others that get to their goal. But then when they get there, they have absolutely no plan to maintain their progress and, and set the next goal. So when you're setting up yourself for a New Year's resolution or any kind of goal process, make sure that not only do you, f- you figure out what your goal is going to be, how you're going to get there along the way and set yourself some milestones. But once you get there, what's your process for maintaining what you've accomplished and then building on that to, to go further down the road? Very good. Good. So in a nutshell, that's kind of uh, my, my thoughts on how to accomplish resolutions. Um, and it's right around the corner, only a handful of days away. Yeah, it's going to be here before you know it. Thanks a lot, Dan, for those. They're, um, you know, they're very powerful and they're pretty common. You know, when you sit back and listen to those, you're like, wow, you know, that makes a lot of sense. It's just, you know, sticking with it now and, um, really holding yourself accountable for these goals that you set rolling into 2015. So um, thanks for that segment, Dan. And, and again, you know, as we're starting to close out this episode, um, and I think about, you know, the announcement we made in regards to RunFit 365 and how we're kind of shifting our model and, and giving this stuff away, um, it, it's a perfect time for people um to, to enroll in the challenge and make a commitment to themselves and to their family members and um, just do something they've never done before. And, and that's what I'm excited about, this new kind of approach we're taking with RunFit 365. Um, anything else before we close? No, I, except for, um, like you've already said, I, I hope people are excited about this as, as we are. Um, Please do share with your friends because we want to make sure everybody that wants the opportunity um, to follow a training plan has the opportunity to, to at least see what we have to offer, whether you use it or not. So spread the word. Um, and whether you use one of our plans or not, we want to hear about you accomplishing your goals because that's kind of what we're all about. Yeah, absolutely. And the best way to do that is just to check us out at runfit365.com. Um, 
Dan and I have been testing the new site and we believe all the connect, uh, contact forms are working. So, you know, if you leave us a note, we'll be, be sure to get that and respond back. Um, so thanks again for listening to the runfit365.com podcast and happy training.